Welcome. I'm Danielle Sally. And I'm Eva Fusa. And you're listening to Ghost Boss, stories about the freelance afterlife. Hey. Hey, Eva. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So we had, we were more successful this morning. Well, we've only been in here for 22 minutes and not a full hour. <laughs> and we hour. got in, it was a little bit of a different setup. Though. <laughs> Somebody else has been in here. How dare they how, in a public how, studio? How dare they? So, but, we, but we're doing well. We got it all set up, but we, we did still pivot a little bit today. We did. Yeah. And why don't you explain what, what kind of happened this yeah. morning? Yeah. Um, so this was not planned, but no. it actually feeds into the episode really, really well. Right. So, um, yes. Yeah, so this morning we were supposed to record at 11. Uh, that was based around um, an appointment that I had. Yep. At 8.45, I got a call that that appointment was going to be moved. Right. And so, which is fine. So I called Danielle and said, hey, do you want to move up the recording? Yeah. Danielle said, yes. I said, do you want to record at 9.30? She said, Eva, I live far away. <laughs> I'd have to put my shoes on now. Halfway through curling my hair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not not right now. (laughs) But we can record at 10. Yeah. Um, So I was like, great. So Danielle finished curling her hair. (laughs) Yep. Thank you for that. (laughs) You're Um, welcome. And then I moved a bunch of stuff around in my morning. So like now I had 45 minutes available and I didn't think I'd have it. So I got my workout in for the day. I returned something to UPS and then I did a little bit like 10 minutes of client work. Right. So that dovetails really great into our topic for today, which is flexibility. Yes. And why that is essential. Essential. When you're a freelancer. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked about it on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. The reason I quit my job and went into freelance was because of flexibility. Yes. I think I said it, flex the word flexibility at least five, six times <laughs> in that one episode. Yeah. But it's true because mm-hmm. I really desired this flexibility with right. my schedule, mm-hmm. with the type of work that I'm doing, with just life, my life in general. So it is crucial. But yeah. With freelance, I think it's so crucial because, and we've talked about this before too, you never know what your day is going to look like. And sometimes, especially me, I over plan. I got my Tetris board calendar and I over plan. Sure. But part of the reason I do that is because, you know, like we're recording today earlier, it's real easy for me to say, all right, this block of time that I had here. You didn't move it though. Huh? You didn't move it on the calendar though. Oh, no, I didn't move it yet. But later, my projects, though, I can just be like, boop, move that one there, boop, move this, move this one here, move this one over here. And it, it works out really well with the, the way that I work. But I just it's it is crucial yeah. in order to to be more flexible mm-hmm. when you are a freelancer. Yeah. And not just like flexibility and I guess not even in the traditional sense, but like your brain has to be very good at pivoting pivoting <laughs> that's what it's about yes. it's about assessing the situation and rearranging stuff right could i have just sat in waiting mode waiting for the podcast time to start sure yep sure. You could have. um but instead i looked at my week it's like okay so if this appointment's moving to tuesday morning right all right so what was i going to do on tuesday that i need to move around all right so i'm going to move that thing so like while you have your tetris board yep. you i have just your brain i just have my brain <laughs> I have my brain. Um, and I was like, and I looked at my to-do list real yes. quick. So I prioritized my to-do list. So like, I don't do the Tetris board. Yes. I have a long to-do list. Yes. And every Sunday I move stuff off the long to-do list to the this week list. Yes. And then every day I move stuff off the this week list to 
the today list. Yeah. And then I always put it in priority order. So if stuff it's gets written moved, form of what I'm doing, it is It's because it, it's funny. I'll do a written list, but the written list is real short. That's like a oh, mine's so long. That, right. So that's like a this this day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The Tetris board is kind of a weekly thing. And then I have my project management and that's kind of a, <laughs> at this point, a year long outlook. <laughs> You've got layers. I've layered. I'm like an onion. <laughs> so part of why I like my to-do list and I could never Tetris board like you. Uh, is it, because- it was an annoying game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty good at like estimating how long something will take me, yeah. but it's like a range. So yeah. like, I'm interested in that from you. Oh yeah. So like, let's say a project, you know, is going to take you somewhere between an hour and a half and three hours, mm-hmm. right? Like I always feel like my larger ranges are like in that arena. Yes. How do you, how do you plan that? So I, and I think that just comes with doing this for so long and, you know, especially Working at an advertising agency, you had to be able to, you had to get really good at estimating out your time. And even more so when I was director of interactive Mm -hmm. and working with the web developers, like you get really good at figuring out exactly how much time. Oh yeah. Exactly how much time everything takes. And so with that, I think I've just gotten better and better of knowing how long now, Am I perfect? No. Mm-hmm. Curveballs come up. Some, sometimes I just want to spend more time on a project than yeah. I had planned. And so then I usually think, what's my my higher range? Mm-hmm. And I block the higher range. Okay. I always block the higher range on my calendar. Okay. That way, if it takes less time, then I move all my blocks. Sure. Right. So then I can get a little bit more done or I take, <laughs> I actually like get some admin work done yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But um, I usually go with the higher range when okay. I'm in my Tetris mind. <laughs> I mean, I just write the list and I can look and I'll be like, all right, that's going to take me about an hour. Yeah, that's sure. going to take me like 15 minutes. And then if I end up short or long, yes. right. Um, the stuff at the bottom of the list can get pushed out. Yeah. Typically. All right. If you want to get your mind really blown, <laughs> you think I'm, I'm intense. I had one. Is there, a, is there a worse there's version? More. Of, oh. There's more, not worse version. Mm. A, I would say better. Ver- <laughs> this is where we're different. We'll let the people vote on that. <laughs> we're de- I feel like the designers will go with you, the developers will go with me, but I had one. Well, they're different. Yeah. Former colleague who, and she was a designer, designer, she would make an, ex- she had an ex- Excel template. She would put her ranges in there and she had a formula built out that it would automatically show in the Excel sheet if she was over capacity or not. And then she would take that to show our traffic manager and say, Hey, I'm, I have about 30, literally, I have 30% availability for this week. Fill me in. Or I'm 120% over. Is it perfect? I'm not no. mad at that. I, I'm not. I could, can I do it? I loved it. I loved it. And I love that for her. Could I do that? Probably not the way that I work. It's like next level from where I'm at. So I think, I think <laughs> like if in my mind, if yes. you're going to do it, do that. Right. Like if you like go all out, yes. like, like, like really make this as yeah. analytical. Be every traffic manager. Be so extra dream. about it. Be so extra I about mean, it. I mean, you would, every, every traffic manager across the country would be obsessed with you. Yeah. <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> so, but just talking about workflow and things like that last week, you know, I had a, 
very busy week project wise, Mm -hmm. but you know, listening to our episodes back, I kind of, it's, it's good accountability. I find because (laughs) God, what did I promise I was going to (laughs) do? I I guarantee I didn't do any of it. Well, I promise I was going to restart density training Mm. uh, last Monday. And I did that. And I posted a video on my personal account, proving that I did it and to show my nutrition coach, like, Hey, I'm doing it. Okay. And so I restarted that. Well, that's three days a week. Right. So then I wanted to I really wanted to make sure I worked it into my schedule. Mm-hmm. To the point, I put that on my calendar too when I was going to work out. Eva's just shaking her head. But I, I did and I stuck to it. But that was knowing to, I had some projects that changed timelines or I had some clients that had something come up that was a little more urgent that I didn't have planned for the week, but I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that they they were on track for their clients. So I had to move things around. So I knew ultimately because of how my schedule was playing out, I needed to probably do some work on the weekend mm-hmm. because I wanted to play catch up. So, and we've also mentioned this before, but I feel working on the weekend, I used to get so frustrated when I had to work on the weekend. Why? Because I was, it was all for someone else, right? Oh, <laughs> see, I work on the weekend a lot now. Well, right. And I had to do it a lot when I was at an agency. Yeah. And now that I'm freelance, it just hits different working on the weekend yes. because I know I worked uh, a good portion of Sunday, mm-hmm. but this morning I had a much more chill morning. Yeah. I had already had a ske- I scheduled send my emails for 8 a.m. this morning and I went slower this morning. I did my hair and makeup. We talked about that. <laughs> that was key, right? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to set my intentions this week of how I really want this week to go because I feel like that did not happen last week. <laughs> I got stressed out. Everything was just flying by the seat of our pants. And I was just trying to figure out exactly what was going on. So this week, even though I had to work a little bit on the weekend, it made my start of Monday easier because I already got my deliverables out the door, which was nice. Yeah. So, yeah. And I feel good and I look good. <laughs> yeah, I feel good and I look good. <laughs> look good, feel good. <laughs> I work on the weekends a lot. A lot of that is because my son's not in aftercare. So we've talked about this yeah. a lot. So my workday is shorter during the week. So I yeah. have to make it up at night and on the weekends, even if I don't have a lot of work to do on a Sunday. Because when I say I work on the weekend, it's usually on Sundays. Right. You are not going to get me to work on a Friday night yeah. or on a Saturday. No, absolutely not. I'm too exhausted by no. then. No, but I'll do some work on Sundays. Even if I don't have a lot of work to do, I have found that I really like sitting down and planning my week yeah. on a Sunday. So let's say I don't have like work, work to do. I right. find myself sitting down Sunday night. Sure. Kind of plan out my See, week. That's me on Friday afternoon. Oh no, I'm scrambling that's on Friday. Funny. So Friday afternoon, I, on my Calendly, I, I block off Monday mornings and Friday afternoon because that's my planning time. Mm-hmm. And so, but I really enjoy a Friday afternoon planning out everything I'm going to do the week ahead. I but just, that also tells me what I'm going to, if I, if I need to work on the week. Yeah. I just, um, I'm very ambitious with how much I think I'm going to get done. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad It's th- not bad. Well, let me ask you this though. So you're ambitious about how much you're going to get done. How many times do you actually get it all done? Rarely. So. Very rarely. Yeah. 
But that's, I think subconsciously I know that. Right. And so in my mind, I'd rather have a long list and I, I can, I know what has to be done and yeah. what I would like to get done. You're right. <laughs> that's I, th- the key. I think it's subconsciously for me, if, if I'm ahead of schedule, it's nice to be able to glance at the list and pick up something small. Yeah. And on the list too, I try to keep a healthy mix of like larger tasks, smaller tasks. Because sometimes I had this problem yesterday, like there was a project I didn't want to do. Right. It's fine. I just didn't, it's just not what, how my brain wanted to work. Yeah. So I like, I kept avoiding it. Yeah. But I got a lot of other stuff done because I didn't want to do this one thing. Right, and sure. I did it right before I went to bed. So it's fine. I did not use my schedule send yesterday the way I normally do. I yeah. definitely was sending clients email at, emails at 11 o'clock. I know. At Sometimes I'm not thinking about it and I do it. I just wasn't thinking about it. I was so tired and I was like, I just need, I need them to see that this thing is out the door. Yeah. So um, I get that. The, the times that I wouldn't use a schedule send was when like, I need you to know, right? Like you just said, I need you to know that this, I I am working on this and it is out the door and it's ready for you. Yes. 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 (laughs) So we're both very good at being flexible now. Yep. Do you feel that you were just kind of naturally inclined to be this way or is it a skill set that you had to build up for yourself? Ooh, that's a good question. I I think I I had to build it up. Yeah. To to figure out how to be this flexible and allow myself to be as flexible. Yeah. Probably because I am, I like a schedule. I'm pretty rigid, but I think just working for someone else for so long, my yeah. entire professional career until now, mm-hmm. and working in an atmosphere where almost everything is a fire to put out all the time. Yeah. So for years... I felt like you just got to go, 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 go. Yeah. I kind of just hit a point where I need to almost retrain my brain. Yeah. On how to be flexible. Mm. I was always great at time management. Now, flexibility and time management are two different skill sets. That's right. They interact with each other a lot. A lot. And they impact each other a lot. But but they they are different skill sets. Because I'm really, really great at time management. Mm -hmm. I had to retrain myself how to be flexible. There were so many times, like the first couple months still now in freelance life. Yeah. I still find I would like endlessly check Slack, endlessly check my email, yeah, constantly looking at my phone because I always was feeling like, oh my goodness, is there something coming up? Is there a fire to put out? Like, what do I got to do? And, you know, of course, sometimes that happens. Sure. But is it in my evenings? Is it in like an... a time that's not like outside working hours. Right. Very rarely mm-hmm. now in my freelance life. But mm-hmm. it's almost like I, d- I had to teach myself for the first time <laughs> how to be flexible, and, which is funny, too, because that's that's why I did freelance. Yeah. Was for that. Yeah. Because I desired it and I wanted it. Mm-hmm. But I really had to teach myself kind of how to let go. Okay. A bit. Yeah. In order to truly enjoy what I'm doing again. And re- that is what freelance has done for me. Aww. It has allowed me to enjoy and appreciate my mm-hmm. craft mm-hmm. and what I do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel like I love design all over again. Yeah. And that, that is what I desired when yeah. I decided to start doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how about you? Do you feel like flexibility is natural to you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I have very clear memories of like being in seventh grade with the long list and I would pull out an index every morning in my first class and write out what had to be done today and I would mark it off and like, this is how I'm hardwired. Yeah. (laughs) But, and it's made a lot of things. Now from the outside, yes, it doesn't always look 
Like I used no, the outside, I feel like it might look chaotic. Yeah, for both both maybe, of us, maybe, <laughs> maybe not full chaotic, but people just like 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 my life is like ruled by like yeah. post it notes and random lists yeah. all over the place. But I'm getting it done. All right, let me ask, how many tabs do you have open on your browser? This is a big discussion. You're a big tab girl, aren't you? You got a lot. You don't know. Are you are you as bad as like you only see a fave icon? Oh my! <laughs> I mean, I, it depends. My laptop right now, no, because I, I turned it off last I love night. It. No, I have felt, and I p- actually put this in my keeping same presentation because I always say like there's two types of people, and I I never liked keeping too many tabs open. But then, why would you close it? Well, so Chrome. What if you have to go back to it? So you're gonna love this. Chrome has you group your tabs. So now Uh, my tabs are labeled and color coded. And so that way I can reduce it to maybe four or five. Who has time for that? I don't have time for millions of tabs and trying to find what I need. I need need organization, Eva. I'm fine. Anyway, anyway, that was a sidetrack. But I feel like ask your friends how many tabs they have open. It says a lot about a person. I'm not not good or bad. It just says a lot about a person. The other day, I almost made a social media post about I need all of these companies to stop making all their icons blue because when I look... Because you only see the fave icon. Right. And so when I scroll, like visually scroll across, I can't tell the difference between Canva and Buffer and FreshBooks. Yeah. Well, that's why I also okay. equally get mad at people that don't set a fave icon. It's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Set your fave icon. It's funny. I was working on a political campaign um, last year. This conversation would maybe have been two years ago. Yeah. But I was building out the website and the campaign manager and I were on a call with the with the um, candidate. And she mentioned, she's like, make sure you update the icon. I was like, yeah, I got yeah. on the list. And he was like, he didn't know. He's like, so what does that mean? She's like, oh, it's like a lapel pin for your website. Oh, isn't that like the I best analogy? It. I love it. Like, it's great. It's like a lapel pin for I'm, your website. I'm stealing it. I'm Absolutely. using it. All Absolutely. the things. It's great. It's great. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. No. So I think my tabs always being open and like my apps always being open is actually a very good analogy for my brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how we got on this. Right. right. So um, I have I have some I had reason to take um, an executive functioning test in the last like year. Yeah. You can just take a paper test. It's not hard. Like you don't have to go somewhere formally. So there's several types of executive functioning. And on the flip side of that, several types of executive dysfunctioning. Right. So (laughs) it includes um, like time management, task initiation, um, planning. So it all kind of ties in together. And so you can take a test and it scores you in uh, like these seven different ways of like where your weaknesses are and where your strengths are. Okay. So I took the test and I scored exceptionally high in every area of executive functioning. Oh, wow. And the way I explain this to people is a, is like executive functioning. If you're not like the best analogy that I've come up with is that if you have a low executive functioning, it's like your desk is one of those little tray tables on an airplane. Right. You're very good at doing one thing. Yeah, sure. Because sure, it's sure, all sure. you're doing. You're mm-hmm. like blowing it out of the water. Yes. It's the only thing you're doing. But then when you have to bring something else in, right. you don't really have anywhere to put it. So you got to move this thing and it's hard for you to do more than one of those things at a time. Right. I have high executive functioning, which means I have one of those giant bank tables that you would see like in a like yeah. in a movie. Yep. I have this giant table and I have all this stuff on it. So mm-hmm. I'm really good at doing lots of things at once. Am I as good as that person with the tray table with one thing? Right. Probably not because I'm distracted. 
I got this, yep. I got this, but I'm really good at moving it around and switching it sure. out. That's why my apps are all open. That's why my tabs are all open because that's literally how yeah. my brain works. But I will say if I had that giant table, the first thing I would have to do in order to work would be clean the table. <laughs> oh no. There are piles. You just scoot it over. I actually, uh, when, when I was working in an office, one thing I did love doing on Fridays, I say Fridays, really it was at the end of a project when I just got a project oh, done. Oh man, no. I cleaned everything because when I was, you always knew walking by my cube if I was in the middle of a big campaign or not. Because if I was in the middle of a campaign, I had printouts everywhere, I had stuff pinned in my cube. It was just like chaos, right? Yeah. When that campaign launched, when the website launched, anything like that, I'm going to clean out everything. I need a fresh slate. Oh, no. Physically and literally. <laughs> you don't want to see my desktop. <laughs> now, I will, my desk right now, probably because I'm in the middle of a bunch of stuff, it's, it's kind of chaotic. But even my house, we cleaned the house this weekend. I I tell you what, I think that's what, what contribute to me being in such a great mood today. Yeah. It's because we spent the weekend cleaning up and organizing. And it just, for me, it's, it just helps so much because yeah. when I have too much surrounding me, yeah. too much clutter, yeah. my brain is then cluttered. Oh, same way. And then I, my flexibility goes out same the window. Way. Then I lose all my focus and it's just a mess. Same way. So my desktop is also an analogy Ooh, for my whole life. Put that on the list for the future desktop, what those look like. Because <laughs> at any given moment, if I've got a lot going on, there's probably like a thousand icons all over it. Stop. Sometimes, oh, Danielle, you're going to hate this. Sometimes I run out of room and it jumps to the second screen. <gasps> I've never had that happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you remember that one time I was you. It's how I got involved with chip rooms. You had invited me to be a speaker and I you helped. I was getting set up in yeah. the room. And when you're getting set up, it shows your desktop at yeah. first. I remember you just being in shock. Yeah. Because I had one icon. Yeah. <laughs> On my desktop. Of course, when I'm, when I was speaking, a lot of times I'll have a folder called desktop and yeah. I'll drop things in there. Well, that, yeah. So there's several <laughs> folders on my computers. You called, have desktop one, desktop two. It's called sort this. <laughs> Eva, go through that. This is for later. Yeah. So in my real life and in my desktop life, I do like prefer everything to be clean. Yes. But if I'm in the middle of stuff and there's stuff laid out, I don't get real worked up about that. No, 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 no. However, when I clean, yes. I'm better about this in real life than I am on the desktop. If I don't have time to mess with it on the desktop, it goes in, it goes in the folder, like a client folder. This right. is, you know, a quick shorthand of what yep. it is. But like, I've got files on my desktop. Yeah. From 2022 that I've not properly organized. Right. Archived. But it's in a folder and it's put away. It's kind of like, I mean, I clean my house almost every day. I yeah. call it my closing shift before I go to bed. I love it. I load the dishwasher. I plug in all the devices and let them charge. Um, not every night, but I try yeah. to do it most nights. I fold the blankets. Like it takes 10 minutes of a closing shift for me not to have to clean for three hours on there, a Sunday. Sure. Sure. But sometimes, sometimes I just put it behind a door. Sometimes I just put it in a cabinet. If I don't have time to organize it, it <laughs> then just, I just want, I just need it to it's look. like when someone's coming to your house yeah. unexpected, like just throw it in a closet. And we'll deal with it later. <laughs> and that's what my desktop is a lot of time. Yeah. Now I can find the file. If yes. you need it, I can put my hands on it. Exactly. But if somebody has to come up behind me, whew, yeah, Godspeed. For sure. Godspeed. Yeah. So Danielle. Yes. We've talked a lot about when flexibility is great, why yes. it's important. Let's do it. Is flexibility ever not good? Can you be too flexible? I do think that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think there is a point where you could be too flexible. And this this goes back to when 
We talk about why it's good to do a scheduled send, not send late night emails, not answer phones. We're doing the late. best we can, Daniel. Well, yeah, well, I, let's just like in a perfect world, but like not sent because yeah. sometimes your clients will see that. Yes. And that be that becomes the expectation. Yes. Right. That becomes the, like, oh, she's working at eight o'clock. I can talk to her at eight o'clock. That might have been true this Wednesday, but it's not every Wednesday, but it's not every Wednesday. Right. It's not every day of the week. Right. It just happened to be that I was working. Right. That's why I like to do a scheduled send because even though, Hey, I was working on Sunday on your project. It, I don't want you to necessarily think every weekend I will work. Cause I've right. had some people who I've I made the mistake of saying, well, I have some free time over the weekend, so I could probably work on a weekend and I have it to you by Monday. And then I realized it was slowly because like, well, do you have time this weekend? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want to. And sometimes I do because, <laughs> because of decisions I've made that week. And I'm okay with working on the weekend if it was decisions. When you I, decide. But I don't want someone else to decide yeah. if I'm working on the weekend or if I'm working late. I'm going to decide that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also a larger conversation that I know I've had to have with several clients. I had to have this conversation with in-house people when I was in-house, yeah. which really, you know, departments are your your clients at that point, right? Yep. Like it's it's the same relationship. Um, the only difference is y'all sit together at lunch every day. Yep. You want to be flexible when there is a genuine emergency. Yes. You want to be flexible when maybe it's not an emergency, but this timeline did get scrunched and it's right. nobody's fault. It's just how it happened. But you don't want to be flexible to the point where everything's an emergency. Everything right. can be turned hot. You don't want that. Um, and I think that's what I did to myself when I was working for someone else. Yeah. I allowed myself to get to the point where I, I treated everything as ur- with urgency and yeah. treated everything yeah. like that. And it it didn't end up being good for me. Yeah. And I realize now more so that I need to be able to push back more. Yeah. And even though if I'm going to be flexible, not necessarily share how flexible. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and that goes to a larger conversation. I certainly had to think about this. Yeah. One of my angles when I was just starting out and I didn't have a lot of clients is I can turn it fast. Yeah. That, w- that was my differentiator in right. the marketplace. I can turn it fast. Yeah. I can do it quickly. Um. And now that I'm like four years in, mm-hmm. you got a lot more clients. I now, got a lot more, more work now. Right. And it's a matter of like, well, but do I want to always set up this expectation? Right. Um, or do I always want to be working on things that, that pass? Right. Um, because I also think there's, there's a level of like, when you don't give yourself time to breathe in a project, I do think the work suffers. Absolutely. Right. And sometimes you just have to do it. Sometimes you just got to get out the door. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was a pivot that I'm still working on making yeah. and, and even, and it, it's self-imposed a lot of times. It's how I give like turnaround times to clients. Right. And I always try to test the water because like when people are like, oh, you know, we don't need it super fast. I yes. always tell them, I was like, okay, so like legitimately one person told me that and they meant that they don't need it for six months. And then another person told me that and they didn't need it for three days. Like So different depending. So what, do you, what is your right. definition of... I, I don't have need it that fast. One client that I have, I can have the same project, but for one client, it might be a six month project. Right. The other clients is one week. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's a, obviously an exaggerated example. No, 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 no. But, but yeah. Each client, their, what they, their urgency or not necessarily urgency, but the, the time that they, they need something to take, it's just wildly it's different. Wildly different. Yeah. It's yeah. 
crazy. Yeah. And then you got to get into a little bit with them about like, all right, is there something on the back end that I don't know about that is actually making this deadline like realistic? Right. Or did we just pick a deadline because you got to pick a due date? Yes. And now we're married to it. Yeah. But like, actually, we do have a little bit of flexibility. Yeah. Because we've all had to have those discussions, even amongst ourselves. Well, and um, that this is something I'm learning in as being a freelancer. You know, before before I felt like I I hated asking for an extension because it meant asking an account manager to ask the client for yeah, an extension. Yeah. And I hate putting that on someone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if I'm asking the client directly, I, for some reason that I feel less weird about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've, I've had to ask for not many. Cause not I don't want to make an account manager look like a jerk for, for right. my schedule and my workload. But it, it is interesting how many times now I will go to a client and I'll say, Hey, is there any breathing room yeah. with this schedule? Almost all of them are very open to it. I have had a couple come back and be like, well, we really, we really do now. I was like, no That's problem. That's that okay. lets me know. That's okay. I'll just, that helps me know how to pre- prioritize yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I've had to push some deadlines in my freelance, my freelance career. Yeah. Not a ton. Right. Not a ton. And it's very, I don't know that it's ever been due to poor time management. It's always been because something came up with my family yes. or some, some really hot project came in and that's right. always hard to decide, right? Like, do you, reprioritize this client over that client. Yes. But I always phrase it as like when I reach out and I'm like, Hey, I know we agreed on this deadline. Is there any flexibility? If the answer is no, that's totally fine. Right. Um, and then like, particularly if it's like something with my family or, yeah. you know, whatever, I try to let them know, like, this is what's come up. Right. Um, just so they know, like, it's not that I didn't prioritize. It's that I've had a very unexpected Yeah. So sometimes um, we situation. have to be more flexible yeah. because our our client may or may not be able to be flexible. Right. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. And to right. your point, most of the time they can. But a couple of times I've had people be like, no, I'm sorry. It really does have to be done, which is fine. Biggest thing I've learned, there is no harm in asking. Nope. Absolutely no harm in asking. Especially when you add that caveat of if we need to proceed with yes. the plan, we can absolutely do that. You will... Do yourself so many favors by putting away the fear of, will the client be mad at me if I ask this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ask. Yeah. Just ask. Yeah, just ask. All right, Eva. Well, I think we've had a good conversation about being flexible. Yep. And the irony is this wasn't even our topic today. It wasn't. But we really wanted to talk about it. This is great. We'll talk to y'all next time. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Remember to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ghost Boss Podcast. And also please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. 